Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You're listening to a Chicago Sports Nation production, enhancing your Chicago sports fan experience. Well, come on, baby, don't you wanna go? Well, come on, baby, don't you wanna go? Back to the same old place, sweet home, Chicago. Alrighty, Bears fans, it is Bears Nation podcast. We are back up and running, and uh, we'll count it as season two, episode one. We have Chris Nano and Jake Hassan back with us, and we're going to talk some Bears, some Bears football. Um, here we go. So, Jake, uh, on our hiatus, there was a lot that happened. I guess players even getting injured, players not signing. Uh, speaking of players not signing, <laughs> that's a little bit of a topic that's going on right now. Jake, do you want to talk about that at all? Yeah, it's just just a little bit of a story. Uh, Roquan Smith, obviously the Bears' first-round pick. He was number eight overall. Still remains unsigned. Uh, the last first-round pick to not sign, to not report to camp. Uh, it's obviously been an ongoing thing. It's been ongoing for the last three weeks. Uh, hasn't shown up to any of the Bears camps, not the rookie camp, not the OTAs, nothing, uh, not the full practices that have been going on. Uh, obviously didn't show up in the preseason game, the Hall of Fame game last week. So uh, a lot of moving parts, it seems like. But uh, it's the new helmet rule. His agency is trying to work something out with the Bears. Uh, it's something with the guarantees, isn't it? I believe it's that uh, they want protection in case Roquan gets fined, right? So – there's a lot of speculation on that. Um, so the first report that came out was that. It was saying that Roquan wanted to be protected just in case he got suspended for a rule that a new rule that just came out and everybody's having a real hard time with it. And he doesn't want his guarantees to be taken away. But there's a new report that came out. and So it's the one that's saying that it's an it's a off-the-field language. So if he gets... Uh, suspended off the field or like a character something I, it had more to do not necessarily with the helmet rule but with if he gets suspended in general not just from an on the field suspension did you guys see, see anything on that yeah no that i didn't yeah. see that that's new to me which would yeah I, I, I think that was sometime last week i believe i i think i saw them maybe like not even kidding like a couple days apart yeah maybe a day apart. I remember seeing that, yeah. Which would now put the ball in Roquan's court. Like, okay, yeah. this is – this is he's getting a little too – and that's something that I've really struggled with lately with, with all these guaranteed uh, contracts that rookies are asking for. Like, you haven't even proved yourself yet. Like, look at Kevin White. Like, if, if he would have given the trouble that Roquan's giving right now and then he came out and got hurt three years in a row – we would be paid, like you, you know what I mean, like right. These, these guys, you don't know what they're gonna what they're gonna do until they've done it. So to say that you deserve a contract with the wording that you think it should say, like I, I just think it's bold. 
Yeah. Well, one thing that I thought was interesting, and I saw this today, is that Roquan Smith is actually represented by the same agency as Aaron Donald, who is also holding out of the L.A. Rams camp right now. And I guess so that agency, the creative artist agency, is part of the negotiating process for both Roquan Smith and Aaron Donald, who are both still holding out. And Aaron Donald, as everybody knows, is the best, at least top three uh, defensive lineman in the league. And uh, so I, I found that interesting that they have the same agency kind of negotiating their next contracts and both have not reported now. Well, what's nuts about that is Aaron Donald, exactly what you said, is the best at what he does um, and has proven it. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. Roquan is not the best at what he does, but he hasn't proven it yet. Like, we don't know. And so, right, right. so like, Aaron Donald needs to get paid. He is He's a monster. He's, he's <laughs> legit. He deserves to be paid. But Roquan does not deserve to be paid until he he's he's on the field and he's proven that he's worth that money. And that's what that mo- monster contract is that happens after the f- four or five years uh, of waiting, you know? Like, I don't know. That's just my rant. No, you're, I mean, it's interesting because, I mean, eventually somebody has to blink here. And it's interesting to see if it's going to be Ryan Pace in the front office and ownership and everyone who's at that table or if it's going to be Roquan Smith. Because obviously, I mean, then you get into talking about Roquan's missing a lot right now i mean he's he has no play i mean he has a playbook but he's not getting to run the drills he's not getting to come together with the team and uh you know obviously you don't want him to come in week one against the packers in that hostile environment chris you got anything anything to chime in on on this yeah um you know i just i kind of was just thinking about it um the other day it's like kind of like what jake was saying i mean something's eventually got to give like it's i mean it's it's come to a point where it's become a little bit ridiculous of how much time he's missing. Um, you know, he's going to be so far back in terms of development, I feel, uh, by, by the time this all gets figured out, um, that, you know, it might actually hinder his game, which is kind of worrying to me a little bit. But, um, you know, I, I do expect this to get done fairly quickly uh, within the next week or two because if he misses more time than that, um, I'm pretty sure i'm not alone when i say this uh but a a lot of bears fans are going to be worried um and that's just that's just all there is to it he needs to start getting some reps in just kind of getting a feel for the for the uh the difference in that you know how the nfl is and you know from college so uh yeah he's gotta he's gotta you know we gotta get this figured out really quick i heard some interesting rumors not necessarily rumors just some thoughts because i don't this hasn't came out of uh, the front office or anything, but uh, trading his rights to a team and like I, one one scenario I heard was trading his rights to the Raiders and picking up uh, Khalil Mack, which would be I mean that'd be awesome. <laughs> but uh, I mean that that'd be awesome. But that's I mean that'd be I mean obviously you'd have to think that the Bears sign something else over because Khalil Mack is I mean kind of like Aaron Donald. Khalil Mack is one of the best, if not the best, at what he does too. Uh, so. But that'd be very interesting. Yeah, yeah, um, the th- yeah. I, I was I was also reading about that too. You know, it's uh, until this gets figured out. I don't know if anyone wants to touch this situation. To be quite honest with with you guys, um, if you get what I'm trying to say, like I just I don't know if anyone wants to deal with this whole drama right now because it's 
I don't know if somebody know. would want to trade for that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like I just, I'm just trying to think about, you know, like how bad of a look this is for, I would say both parties. Um, so yeah, it's just, the main thing is it's just got to get figured out. Well, I mean, the thing when you get into talking about trading as rights, I mean, I mean, Chris, like you said, would anybody even want to come close to that situation? Think, oh, I mean, would anybody be confident enough to say, oh, well, we can make this deal happen. We will give him what he wants. Or, I mean, it, it's also kind of also what Josh was saying about he hasn't proven anything yet. I mean, all he has is the pedigree of being a top over a top 10 pick and he's been out of camp. You don't know what he's doing currently. I'm sure he's staying in shape doing all that stuff, but um, then you have to worry about getting him up to speed, all that. So then you have to question how much could the bears realistically get back if they decided to go that route, which would be in my opinion, a very drastic route, but I mean, it's a possibility, but I'll say one last thing too. It's, you know, it's not a basic defense. He's going to have to catch up on either. This is a Vic Fangio defense. Like there's, there's a lot that goes into that. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, there's just, it seems like there's a lot going on. I'm surprised he hasn't said anything himself, actually. Yeah, like like some kind of interview with, I don't know, anybody. He could have came out and defended himself or even had his Even agent. a tweet. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, yeah. No, uh, just one more thing if I could add. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I heard people talking about, I heard Bears fans, I don't know if this is kind of they're just in panic mode or what, but I've heard, uh, I just wanted to ask your guys' opinion about this. People were saying that um, they, uh, Bears fans, some Bears fans believe that they don't, they think that he doesn't want to be a Bear, and that's kind of why he's trying to get all this um, this stuff towards, you know, he's trying to make sure he has the leverage, per se. So, I don't know, what, what do you guys think about that? That yeah. is extreme, that is extreme levels of woke right there. Yeah. <laughs> That that's nuts. Cause, I mean, to not want to be a bear as a middle linebacker doesn't make any sense at all. Um, just the history that goes along with being a a bear as a middle linebacker, middle linebacker. But um, even if you take that out of the equation, like he's gonna start. It's an up and coming team. Like there's. One of, one of the best coordinators in the league. Yeah, like there's no. I can't think of other than he just doesn't like the Chicago area. There's no reason why he would want out, you know. So I, I where is he? Where is he from? I, he went to Georgia, obviously. I'm just wondering now because now, now I'm thinking about it. Like, uh, oh yeah, he's the NBA he's, does it. New, like Kawhi Leonard, born in LA. Want he's yeah. from Georgia, yeah. So Georgia, yeah, maybe maybe he wants to go to Atlanta or something. That I mean. The, the thing is, though, like even with what Chris said, you can't really rule anything out because we don't know anything. <laughs> so that's kind of the weird part. The other weird, yeah, that, the other that's part. That's kind of why it hit me a little bit. Yeah. Like I was kind of, I was thinking about it. I was like, like I was kind of, you know, overthinking about it. I was like, damn, like if he doesn't want to be a bear, we kind of screwed up. You know what I mean? Like I was just kind of thinking about all the scenarios and it kind of in a panicky mode. But um, yeah, I, I honestly just. I think he's going to get figured out eventually. I mean, he doesn't have too much leverage. Like, let's, let's be real here. Like, right. Josh was saying, so. It's it's weird because he's he's seen like a high-character, team-focused player. Like, that's just the, the vibe I was getting through all the interviews that he was doing. Um, and this just seems out of character to not want to be at camp, to not 
or not not necessarily that he doesn't want to be, but that something like this would prevent him at least to be at camp. Like, why are you holding out in camp on your rookie season? Like, he hasn't, like you said, he hasn't came out on Twitter. Like, he hasn't said anything. It just seems like he's being influenced in some way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was, that's another thing I was, that was kind of running through my mind. Like, I, I feel like he's been, I'm, I'm almost positive he's been told to kind of just lay low at the moment um, with the way, like, you know, with how quiet he has been. Yeah. Um, if he said a couple things here and there, I'd be like, all right. But, you know, this definitely looks like he is being kind of, um, you know, shown the right way uh, by, by the agency standards. Well, yeah. you also have to figure that, like, he might think of it as a lose-lose if he does say something because either way, he's still not there. Like, it looks like he's going against the team if he does say, well, they're not giving me this. So I kind of see it from that standpoint, too. The poor guy, like, I, I feel bad I'm, for both parties. Like, I just want football to start. This is the most annoying time of the year. Like, last year, or two years ago, it was Joey Bosa. Or was it last year? No. It's two, two years two ago. Years ago. Yeah. Two years ago, yeah. yeah. And, and, I mean, even Mitch waited a pretty, not a long time last season, but, I mean, it, it was enough to make me sweat, if I remember right. And, uh, <laughs> um it's just an annoying time of the year for the rookie side of it all. But yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So we had football. Football was on TV. I don't, it was a, the fifth preseason game of, of the NFL. So the hall of fame game, nobody really cares since 75% of the players that were playing aren't even going to make the roster, but it was football. It was on TV and Brian (laughs) Erlacher, Looked like a man walking down the um, fifty-yard line. So, what do you guys got for that game? Um, I just really had one thing uh, that just uh, Javon Wims, the Bears' seventh-round pick. He looked pretty good, and yeah. obviously, he's playing against guys that you know might not even make the team, might not even be there. But I mean, he was catching balls from Tyler Bray, Chase Daniel. So, I mean. For what he did, seven seven catches, eighty nine yards, uh, I'll take it. I mean, that's good momentum. I mean, any, I mean, does the lack of wide receiver depth was something that the Bears have struggled with the last two years. So, I mean, whenever you see something like that, it's at least something to keep an eye on the coming weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, man, I I've been raving about about Javon Wims for so long, and just seeing him ball out there is just amazing because. Followed him so close at Georgia. Um, I don't know if you guys remember um, when we first drafted him. I was I was ecstatic about it, and I honestly he he should make this team pretty easily. Um, he's he's just such a talented receiver. Um, you know he's going to be a very good depth guy. And yeah, just like Jake said, uh, there wasn't obviously it was a really meaningless game, but uh, just to see Javon Wims out there balling, uh, just, it looked it was it was really impressive. I was really really excited about him. All right, so I'm going to name off the wide receivers that we have right now. And then um, tell me who we keep. Okay, so I'm going to name them all off, and then you tell me who we keep. So we got Javon Wims, Anthony Miller, Garrett Johnson, Benny Fowler, Marlon Brown, Allen Robinson, Tanner Gentry, Kevin White, Taylor Gabriel, Joshua Bellamy, and Demarcus Ayers, who Ayers was on the field a ton during that game. And he actually did, he did all right. I mean, considering. So, anyways, so we know we got Allen Robinson. Where do we go after that? 
Um, I mean, Taylor Gabriel, Anthony Miller, uh, Kevin White. Um, give me Javon Wims and Josh Bellamy. And so Gentry's back on the practice squad? Yes, sir. All right. So. I'll, hey. I'll agree with that. Okay, cool. I'll agree with that because I, I think I, I don't – I'd say pencil white in because we don't know exactly what we're going to see from him yet and someone could theoretically go up there. But if everything that's being said about him is to be believed thus far, it, he should lock it up hopefully. It's, it's so annoying like – Kevin White should be so good. Like his measurables are the same as Allen Robinson. He's faster, at least coming out of college. He was faster than Allen Robinson. Like Kevin White you, should. You want to believe that's yeah. the thing. You want to like you. You want to root for him. He should be so good. Kevin White's actually pretty old, considering he he's been in the league less less Four, than. This is his fourth year. Yeah, Allen yeah. Robinson. Al Robinson's two years younger than him. Yeah, yeah Kevin White's 26. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Oh, that, that kind of goes against him even more. He's getting up there for football. But, I mean, realistically, you think, I mean, 26, 27, I mean, Kevin White should be entering his prime right oh, about now. Yeah, exactly. He should be the best Hopefully. <laughs> as he's going to be. I do want to bring up the point that if Mitch, Trub- it's Mitch, Mitch Trubisky or bust, because... Bray and Daniels, or Daniel, not Daniels, Chase Daniel. Um, they're not. They can't. They they can't cut it. Like they're not. There's not going to be this heartwarming Nick Foles story for the Bears. It's Mitch Trubisky or bust. Like they they looked awful. But yeah, granted, it was the Hall of Fame game, and you can't put a lot of faith into into that. It just it was it was sad. Yeah. Um. You know I. Chase Daniel is – forget about it. The guy's not very good. He's in there because of his experience. We know that. Uh, Tyler Bray, I, I, I mean, he's a third stringer for a reason. Uh, I, I think he's okay. I don't think he's anything special. But I think he was he was all right. He showed some – you know, he had some some decent passes and obviously some passes where you, you realize that he is a third stringer. But um, overall, um, you know, with the backup QBs, there were – what backup QBs are expected to look like. Yeah, so let's move on. This Thursday, the Bengals and the Bears. Is it in at, at, at Bengals or at Cincinnati? Yeah. Okay. So at Cincinnati, uh, let's let's hear let's hear what you guys got. A little, a little taste, a little preview of which how you guys think it's gonna go down. Well, I don't know about you, Chris, um, but I expect. Uh, I, I don't expect a lot from the starters, you know, Mitch and those guys, but I think we see them for probably two or three drives, maybe around there. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say one drive. Yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna say for a couple of them, for a couple of the guys, not even one drive. Um, I'll just say maybe a couple snaps. Because um, now that I'm thinking about it, We've technically played, or technically gonna have played five preseason games, so um, you know. So basically, this technically this is our first preseason game um, where you know the team is fully gonna be dressed up. Um, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm expecting one drive maximum. Yeah, I mean, obviously they don't want to guess those guys, and 
you know, even we saw in the Hall of Fame game, it was a lot of basics as far as scheme and stuff. Nagy doesn't want to give up too much. Um, do you think we see Allen Robinson at all? Uh, that 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 was one of the guys I think will get a couple snaps, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, may, I, um, you know, the fact that he hasn't played in a while, I, I honestly would be okay with him playing one full drive, but no more than that. Yeah, I think for me, I, I'm going to be looking for Anthony Miller this game oh, yeah. a little more. Oh, I think yeah. this is kind of when they let him come out and he gets to showcase a little more, which is yeah. going to be awesome because he's been electric in practice of, of, according to what everyone's saying. See, you know what's crazy about him? It seems like even though he's technically not proven, he's still like we've seen that he's still good enough to the point where you would consider him a starter and you treat him as one to where you don't play him that much. If yeah. you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, no, like, I, I, I understand completely what you're saying. And I completely yeah. agree. Like I, I, I observed that too. And I was like, hmm, interesting. Like they're protecting him already. I mean, that just tells you what Helfrich and Nagy think of him and what they have planned for him too. Even I'd go so far to say is they have big plans for him if they want to protect him that much. Yeah. Oh, did you guys see that tweet about, um, I think Eric Lambert, Oh, no, it wasn't him. I can't remember who who said it. Uh, Jordan Howard is catching two to 300 balls a day before and after practice. Yeah, I read about that. That's that's crazy, but I think it's much needed. Oh, yeah. I think that's, that's definitely going to help him out. He is such a hard worker. He, he, I think he's my favorite player on the Bears. Um, talk about I a, think a guy with Go ahead, Josh. A guy with high character, like. He's just, he wants to be the best so bad. I think probably Cohen coming in last year and getting, I think it was being involved in what, 15% of the Bears' offensive mm. plays last year. I, I think seeing him catch balls, do a, be a playmaker, I think maybe lit a fire under Jordan Howard thinking, all right, I got I to, you know, uh, step up a little, nail down that spot as the alpha, as the RB1. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, if if Jordan Howard can become a pass catching threat too, I mean that's going to be that's going to do crazy things to this offense. Yeah, hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, anything on the on the defense that you guys noticed from the Hall of Fame game? Just real quick, bring it back up. Not too much, um, but just one guy. Hey. Sorry, this may be a little bit off topic, but um, <clears throat> uh, you know. One guy I'm really looking forward to seeing this year is Roy Robertson Harris. Uh, just I'm just really looking forward to to just seeing how he breaks out because I I do have a feeling he is going to break out this year. Um, so yeah, it's just it just hit, it just came to my mind right now, so I just thought I'd say it. No, I, I was thinking that too, actually, Chris. And uh, a lot of guys on the line actually in the Hall of Fame game played well. I mean, Kylie Fitz, Bilal Nichols, both had a sack. Um, had a couple tackles each, and they're obviously rookies who we're hoping can uh, contribute even just a little bit. Uh, Kylie Fitz has looked good, looked healthy in camp, and maybe he nails down that spot opposite Leonard Floyd even uh, in an ideal world. But, I mean, a lot of guys. I mean, Jonathan Bullard had a sack too. Irving. A couple other guys. Elijah Norris played well. Irving played well. Yeah, I was just going to say him too. And then obviously uh, my thing was going to be the interceptions. I mean, granted it was – off guys that aren't going to be week one starters, but still, I mean, the aggressive play calling, we know the Bears have had issues with uh, takeaways in the past, so that was exciting to see. Was Iggy, yeah. was Iggy in there? I didn't. I don't remember seeing him. Uh, I don't think he played, no. I yeah, don't I don't think so. 
Wow, that's that's telling too. That's that's pretty cool. I, I mean, I really like this draft class. I think, man, we did a good job. Yeah. Um, and then I just want to bring up the fact that Aaron Lynch is still out, and I'm still very angry yeah. at him. So. Yeah, yeah. Looks like not much has changed. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to throw our players under the bus, but it's just pretty frustrating. I'm, I'm sure you guys know, um, as Bears fans, how annoying injuries are and how frustrating they are. How quickly they can just, you know, kill your season. So just, I hope it, it's not a theme for this season. Yeah, and and I was just, I was so high on Aaron Lynch. So like, for yeah. me, for me especially, it's it, it hurts my heart because. He was my guy. That was my guy. I was gonna ride, but yeah. you know, if if he turns it around, then I'm gonna say I was right the entire time. So, I, <laughs> yeah. But but counterpoint. I mean, Kylie Fitz is he's stepping up. I yeah. mean, he's taking that role that we thought Lynch would play. So, yeah. I mean, I'll take that too. Um, yeah. Something else to point out. Uh, Vic Fangio proved. I not necessarily proved. It was one preseason game. Can't ri- rely too much on it. But he proved that he can get sacks um, mm-hmm. with with the guys that we have, with the schemes that he has, I mean. So, like, he – I don't know. He, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. We can, we, yeah. Can, we can put pressure on. And I know the line will be different, but these were also our third and fourth string guys too. So it's not like – it was three and fours against three and fours, and we were yeah. able to put the pressure on. So, All right, so that was our – Back, back to football episode. Um, we're going to be doing this every Monday again, starting it back up. Uh, we'll try to be consistent with all weeks uh, one to one to seventeen, and hopefully the playoffs, and hopefully a Super Bowl. No, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. Obviously, we don't think we're going to make it to the Super Bowl, but um, we'll shoot for five hundred. Yeah, we'll shoot for five hundred. <laughs> keep our keep our expectations low. Um, but yeah, um, welcome, welcome back, guys, Jake and Chris, and I, I had thank fun. You, thank you. I enjoyed every time, and just talking Bears football, you, you can't beat it. Like, I, I promise, I could. I feel like we could keep talking about things. There were so many topics that kept hitting my mind, and I was like, oh, let's just let's just keep going. But yeah, um, I'm excited to get it started again. So uh, I'm Josh, Jake, and this is Chris, and we're signing off. Bear down. Let's go!